Welcome, everybody, to the N-Word for Nerd podcast. Actually, this is a quick hitter. I'm going to review Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. As you can see, I got rid of the dead weight. You know, no Jaren, no Duke of All Nerds, Jason. I'm just here in my Jedi Snuggie, bringing you guys the review, again, for Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. But before I jump into that, please remember to like, share, and subscribe this video of the N-Word for Nerd podcast. Because we're out here doing it, and if you need to find us, we are under Head Cannon Circus, everything Head Cannon Circus, uh, on the YouTube, under Facebook, we under Instagram, all of it. We're here, we're ready for it. So let's jump into the review without further ado. So I was a resident of this evil mockery of the source material yet again. This movie has the bones of something great, but once you add the tendons, the muscles, and the flesh, it's as must as messy as a rotted out zombie. This movie has the Easter eggs and nostalgia that I typically hate, but I was so craving a good Resident Evil movie, I took it. The problem is they want this film to be all the Resident Evil movie, uh, all the Resident Evil video games, all in a one. Yes, does Resident Evil one and two take place at the same time? Yes, but does the movie have to try and do it? Like really? Those are two different video games for a reason. You know, because it's two different storylines and two different plot progressions going on. This suffers from trying to do both justice. You know, video of Resident Evil 1 and 2, but they fail just like the police real war on drugs. The war on zombies here is not as interesting as you think it would be. This reboot does lean on the horror side, so I do love that. But the horror really ain't that good, and you never get to settle in with the characters. What before we really jump into the characters, like speaking of the characters, if you guys have ever had a chance to watch the movie Feast, which is a great horror movie, uh, by the way, I would suggest you go see it. This movie should just rip, you know, if you watch Feast, Feast, when the, the characters come in, they freeze it and they give this whole profile of who the characters are and all that. This movie should just rip that off from Feast because literally every time in this movie, whenever they talk about a, a, a character that you know, it's like literally like, I'm Claire Redfield. And it's like, you know, I'm Leon. Don't forget the S. Kennedy. I'm Chris Redfield. Like, they literally, like, stop and say their whole names. They figure out a way to fit their whole names into every conversation so you know this is who this is. Yes, we get it. It's Jill Valentine. We get it. We get it. We get it. Now, go speak the same with the characters for a moment here. Like, so we all have, people have been having issues when they've been racially swapping characters, making white characters black and or making white characters another race, et cetera. And they always complain and go, well, why don't they make black characters white, et cetera? Again, if you don't understand diversity and understand who's been writing and making these films for a, a while, you understand why they don't do the reverse. Maybe one day we get to a society where we can, can do the reverse and it doesn't look any weird because everybody's getting equal opportunities or at least getting opportunities to show diversity. So I'm always here for the race swapping of the character. But my problem is, and I have a requirement, if you're going to race swap the character, at least get the characterization on point. Because you don't want the backlash of saying, oh, look, you go woke, you go broke, or whatever people say. This movie suffers from that tremendously. Or if you're not even going to get the characterization right, and you're going to make a new characterization because you're changing the race, make the character dope. Make him so dope that even when you leave the theater, you go, ah, oh, it wasn't my guy from the, the books or the movies or comic books, but he was really fucking cool. Not here. Um, Leon, don't forget the S. Kennedy, who's my favorite character in the video games. His characterization is terrible. 
he's one of the worst characters I've seen written in so long. And the moment when they try to give him some redemption, it's not even a good redemption. Look here, this Leon, don't forget D.S. Kennedy, ain't going to be saving the president's daughter no time soon. He, he he ain't there. He not good with it. And it's terrible to watch him bumble through this movie, especially as a guy who likes Leon. He's just a joke and he's a coward. And you race swapped him. So now you've made the one of the diversity moves in this film a joke and a coward. And that comedic like humor joke, like he's a joke. Like to the point you get mad with Leon. You really physically want to reach through the screen and choke this guy and hope that he never has to show up again. But he does show up and it's terrible. So you work so hard to make this movie look like some of the video game. Because I'll admit, some of the parts in this movie are ripped straight from the video game. Even from the panning up of the camera when you go into new places. And it's so good. So you do all this to rip these scenes from it. But then, like I talked about, you bastardize the characters. The longer I watched this film, I kept giving it a pass because I wanted to like it. I wanted it to be good. And it kept letting me down. And for me to keep giving passes and stuff and it keeps leaking me down, it just started making me mad and frustrated. Actually, as I'm talking about it right now, I'm getting frustrated. So you're going to give me a moment to get some of the frustration out. You could have done this so easily. This is not hard to make. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I'm Because I want to live with some peace and love in my heart. Let's start with some of the things that I did love in the movie. It looked like Resident Evil to a huge degree. A lot of the scenes, a lot of the, the, the sets did look like it. Almost so much so that I expected somebody to pull out a green herb and heal something because it looks so much like it. Now, I didn't play the remixed and remastered or re-released Resident Evils. I'm one of the OG players. So I heard that a lot of elements in there that I probably didn't understand were from the remastered, remixed ones. I wouldn't saw my buddy Rico. He's played the remixed and remastered ones, and he kind of filled it in for me. So that I mean that was kind of cool that both people can enjoy this from if you are OG player or if you're a new age player. I did like the liquor in this one. The liquor does its thing on here. And also, I enjoyed Harvey Bullock. I hate that he had to leave Gotham and is him getting an assignment in Raccoon City, but it is what it is. And I'm not gonna tell you what happens with him, but he's really fun in the movie. So, but he can't catch a break. I mean, you leave all of the mastermind criminals and psychopaths in Gotham, you end up in Raccoon City with a zombie outbreak and other great and crazy stuff going on. Um, going on with that, um, I enjoyed that somebody initially, you could tell, did love the source material. You could tell initially they wanted to make something great out of this movie. But everything after that point is really trash, man. You know, unless you're a diehard fan, you could pretty much skip this. So my headcanon moment for this movie, so I'm going to start these things called headcanon moment, where I think I'm not going to rewrite the script, but maybe do some tweaks to make the movie more enjoyable. One is, again, just do Resident Evil 1, but also put in the elements of Resident Evil 2 that they had in there, but you don't have to stay with those characters. You can introduce them, you can give them their plight, and then you can, you know, have whatever happens. Uh, to start Resident Evil 2, but keep it on Resident Evil 1 focus, or do Resident Evil 1 totally, and then finish the movie with it starting Resident Evil 2. One or the other, you could do that. Um, I wish they would have put more puzzles in there, but I wish the puzzles, because if you'd have stayed with Resident Evil 1, we know all the games have puzzles going on. I think if they did the puzzles, they should have made the puzzles very uh, Saw or very uh, Escape Room-esque, so that you could add some Martin flavor to it, 
but also get some excitement. And also you can put a little more blood and guts into it if you make some of the puzzles in those kind of ilks while still trying to escape zombies and all that. I mean, for all the shade I give the original Resident Evil series, Resident Evil 1 of the original series does have a couple, not really puzzles, puzzles, but more like activity room type of things for the team to try to maneuver through and achieve. So I thought that that would have been a good touch here for my hair cannon moment. Or just go further into the haunted house mystique of the mansion. I mean, a la, you know, we talk about one of the greatest haunted house horror movies is Alien. But if you wanted to shift it to make a little bit more action with that same kind of vibe, it's Aliens. Um, again, I know these are classics, and I'm not trying to say this movie should ever attempt to make a classic, but I'm saying attempt to make the do one or the other. Make it a complete horror movie, haunted house film, where you're trying to escape zombies and these crazy kind of puzzles and traps, and you're going through this thing and trying to survive as a team. Or you do kind of the same thing, do it as a team, as a uniform, but then you skim out, you know, you skim down the the roster to the point that is some of our main characters only remaining, and you try to finish this whole thing and give somebody this great moment to be a hero. Either or, it, it's ways that this movie can be made to be modernized and still work with the video games and still be fun, but this ain't it. So we're going to jump right on to my rating. I'm giving this. 1.5 out of 5. Only the people that cherish Resident Evil should go see this. And even if you cherish Resident Evil, be prepared for your eyes to start bleeding a little bit as you watch this. Again, did I have fun viewing this? Eh, not as fun as I should have had. But is it something that I would say I would never watch again? Uh, it comes on TBS maybe one day in a few years. Maybe I'll look at it and go, oh, whatever. But it's nothing that I would ever tell you to spend money on. Not on rentals. Not on VD, uh, VOD. If it gets to streaming soon and it's free, that's great. Uh, if it goes on regular TNT and CBS, that's great. But nothing you should ever spend any hard-earned cash on, man. But that's it. That's what I got for you guys for the N-Word for Nerd podcast review on Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Again, please remember to hit the like button. Subscribe to Head Cannon Circus everywhere on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we have our podcast on Spotify. Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're a little bit everywhere, so go and give us that love there. We'll keep bringing you these heat and reviews. And be on the lookout for the full show, uh, which will be coming out. We always record on Sunday nights. It usually comes out between, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday. You had the full show up on audio, and we'll give you clips of all of our movie and show reviews from the full show. So thank you guys again. We will see you all next time. Peace. Leon, and don't forget the S, Kennedy, out.